0: One, two, three, four! Hello and welcome to Why Rock and Roll, a podcast on music and pop culture. I am your host, Reese Wyrock, and joining me today is Ezra Lego. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm all right. Uh, Today we are going to talk about one of my favorite bands, uh, Weezer. Weezer. Yeah. So... um, so let's just do an introduction real quick. So uh, like I said, I'm Reese Wyrock. My, uh, my backstory with Weezer, I would say, is I, I was a light fan for many years. I knew Island in the Sun um, and uh, Say It Ain't So, and that was about it. And then in eighth grade, my English teacher played Undone the Slider Song for us because we were... I think he wanted a... Um, to talk about metaphors or something along the lines of that. And so he pulled up that song and played that for us. And then they were in my mind. And then we went on this New York trip and when and when AGR actually released their album, the click, I tried to, well, I figured tried to find out who Rivers Coleman was cause he was featured on sober up. And I found out that he was lead singer Weezer. And then I started listening to the blue album and then, Pinkerton and so on and so forth, so I've uh, I th- I say that's uh that's two years now two or two and like a half maybe uh, I've been a Weezer fan. Uh, my favorite song by them uh, right now uh, ah ah jeez ah oh, dude ah oh, jeez
1: dude
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have to say um I gotta go with my fa- my like all time favorite jam El Scorcho all mm-hmm. the way I love that song so much and then uh. For a little hot, hot little debate, real quick, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask my. Uh, I'm gonna. Ooh, I gotta figure out what I'm trying to say first. I have to say between Blue and Pinkerton, I have to say that my favorite is Blue, just because it's a classic and it's it's fun and it's lighthearted and you know you're not always in the mood for, uh, emo. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, Ezra, why don't you go ahead
1: Uh, and introduce yourself? The only thing I knew about Weezer was My Name is Jonas because of Guitar Hero for a very long time. And uh, Uh, what section of Guitar Hero were they in? uh, British Invasion, Mm -hmm. which which made no sense. Doesn't make a single, single sense. Which, yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's all I knew about them uh, until very recently. Reese showed me uh, some stuff, you know. I I enjoy good music, and I think Lazer is good music. Yeah. Um, Uh, What's your favorite song right now (laughs) by them? I don't know, man. (laughs) I I couldn't tell you if I tried to. Uh, It's been... Huh. Island in the Sun is very, very catchy, and I know it's super cliche, but I think that might be my favorite one.
0: Yeah, it's always a good one to listen to, Mm -hmm. especially in the summertime. Yeah, well, I mean... Fun fact, Weezer's never played a show in Hawaii, so that's something ir- a little ironic. Um, so
1: what would you have to go between Blue or Pinkerton? Um, It depends on my mood, and yes. I think that's how a lot of their albums go. Oh, definitely, for uh, sure. But if I'm just, you know, chilling in my car, I'd probably put, put, turn on some Blue. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bit... A little bit more easy listening. Mm-hmm. It's not as metaphorical and yeah. metaphysical.
0: Yeah. So if you're new to the podcast, um, which I think most people are, um, well, because we, we did one back in June, July, that don't really remember, but we will. We're gonna go through every single album, talk about it a little bit, say our like favorite song from that album, and then uh, then we'll just keep rolling and doing that for a little bit. So we're gonna start with we're gonna sh- start from the beginning, uh, and we're gonna s- talk about blue. So blue um, and Pinkerton, they're those are known as their two most iconic albums, just for their sound and everything that like they have. Just become as Weezer, they always go on and be noted for these two albums. Um, so. Weezer's debut album Weezer is so good, mm-hmm. uh, and th- just the
1: r- just the somewhat lullabyish feel of that album. You could tell they were just kind of they they went into the the studio with like a oh, we got this yeah we, we can just have fun with it it's a it's a it's a chill album but I mean there's some high notes too
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Um
0: with, I have to say, when going into this, like, going into this album, starting off with um, with My Name is Jonas, you have that amazing arpeggiated uh, intro that just, just sounds so good. And, and just, it's, uh, like,
1: somewhat... It's a calming intro to a very heavy song.
0: Yes. And because you also have just, like, because it's, it sets the standard for the album as all opening songs do. Yeah, And coming into that, it's just here's Weezer and it's full because they released singles and they released, uh, just, you know, songs from the album, but then getting this album and listening to it full, this is hello. This is Weezer. Yeah. Um, and then you, because, um, uh, the lead singer of the cars, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Rick, Rick Oz, Acoustic. Uh, uh, I'm so uh, sorry. Uh, he was the producer for this album. Um, he was a producer for many Weezer albums, but um, he also like he kind of helped them figure out what they wanted to sound like and figure out help them figure out what they were doing <laughs> at the beginning, really. Um, but then after that, because um, you go on to songs like "Buddy Holly," which is probably one of their biggest, hit, not the biggest, but one oh of their no. biggest hits, and then you have uh, "Say It Ain't So" and "Undone the Splitter Song," and just so many great songs in the garage. In the gr- that's okay. That's my favorite song off this yeah, album. I'm gonna just gonna h- go ahead and say it. I was just say that
1: might be my all time favorite Weezer song.
0: Yeah, be- just because number one it spoke so much just so like so speaking of ace freely
1: as we were yes kiss is going on their final tour final i
0: say in yeah. air quotes cuz they've done that so many ti- so many times yeah um but that was a tangent for yeah. no reason um but yeah and you also have fun songs like surf wax america and uh-huh. um holiday which um aren't really as serious as some of the others but they also they create a fun vibe in there, mm-hmm. and then you have the closing track, which is also one of my favorite songs off this album. Only in dreams, with the like the the beginning bass part and just how great it sounds and how just how much, like how much fun that they're <laughs> having with it, mm-hmm. and which it's also a pretty, it's a pretty like sad song if you look into the lyrics because it's all about, um, like most of their songs, it's all about. About a girl and how it will never happen. It's only his dreams. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's one of my f- favorite songs off this album as well. This album did
1: chart at number <laughs> 16. Yeah, which is crazy. For a, a pretty unknown band at mm-hmm. this point to get that high. Yeah, and it and especially for a debut album. Yeah, I get a number six in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, wow. Well, not <laughs> sure people actually live there but
1: um, <coughs> excuse me but you know. because of flight of the concords it yes. was just those two they listen to it over and over again uh what would you have to say is your favorite s- song off this album in this room. oh uh, you can't go wrong with buddy holly i'm going to be very very cliche this whole whole time cuz mm-hmm. i'm a very milk toast i'm in d- the garage is my favorite i think mm-hmm. but yeah yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, they played In the Garage
0: and, um, and El Scorcho back-to-back when I saw them live, which was really, really fun to see because those are like my two favorite songs by them. <sighs> so now, uh, from there, <coughs> excuse me, we go on to Pinkerton. Pinkerton was their sophomore album, and holy crap, is it a change. You, It's straight from it this was up upright so, uh, up like happy uplifting somewhat album to just this dark it undertones and dark dark really presence towards their second album and leading into it I mean they did Beach Boys pet
1: sounds by their second album
0: yes really they they really did and that's one of fun fact that's one of rivers is rivers' favorite albums of all time is uh Beach Boys Pet Sounds but due to the hiatus in between these two the small hiatus in between these two albums he just uh Rivers you can just tell his mental state wasn't as as good as it was when he was mm-hmm. writing um when he was writing Blue but Pinkerton also sets forth just like the challenges of being a rock star. Yeah. It's a it's a real turn the page. Yeah. And it from and when it was released, it was noted by Rolling Stones as one of just the worst albums in 1996. Yeah, which is one of my favorite years in music, is because mm. there's so much came out in that year. But it was noted as one of the worst albums of uh, 1996. And then come around 20 years later, you have bands like Motion City Soundtrack saying that this is their influence to become the band that they were. Yeah, and. Now it's known as one of the most influential alb- influential albums of all time.
1: I mean, it was I think that the reason people thought it was awful is because it was so different from blue. Yeah. I mean, you had this cute little garage band that was, you know, playing some serious stuff, but most of it was pretty happy, and then you get Pinkerton. Which just changes it and Yeah.
0: And as you can also look at this somewhat as a concept album, due to the fact of it's Re- recursive themes, mm-hmm. and um, it's a whole. It, it as a whole, it just kind of like blows you away, and also like songs like, um, songs like let's say um, the good life. It that was they had really two poppy songs, as one might say, and that was El Scorcho and the good life. El Scorcho did. Not the best on the charts when it came out as a single, and El scorcho uh, I mean not El Scorcho, The Good Life did worse than it, and which is, it's wild to say, in like, because if you look at, if you look at The Good Life, you have this song that's really all about, it's just all about him and this like surgery that he just had and him wanting to like, get back before he was a rock star because all this is weighing down on him. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he has to have that surgery on his leg because it was a little shorter than the other. And um, you also have, like, songs like Tire of Sex, which is the opening track, which is just so... Again, this this is, like, probably, in my opinion, the, m- the most different song compared to Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had uh, the the subject matter was just so different. Mm -hmm. And you also had just Rivers talking about how he felt and people hated that Mm -hmm. from him at the time just because
1: it wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. And that was near the height of boy bands. And Mm -hmm. music was really just about happiness or about love. And putting it into a perspective of what what Cuomo's did with Tired of Sex. hmm And this entire album. I mean it, it's understandable why people didn't like it immediately.
0: Yeah. And and it's also nice t- like it's also a fun like um sorry, but it's it's really cool what they did where they had this great song with the uh with a full bass line. Mm-hmm. of Only in Dreams and Blue, and then if you're listening to them consecutive, you ha- also have the great bass line mm-hmm. in, um, in Tired of Sex, which is, like, compl- just complement each other with yeah. Matt Sharp's uh, ability to play and just do what he does. Um And so I have to say probably my favorite song... um Uh, it ha- probably have to be El Scorcho, because that's what I said was my favorite song at yeah. the beginning. So I can't override that with another one. But songs like Close Seconds For Me or Pink Triangle, Falling For You, Across The Sea, Why Bothered, all those songs yeah. are just so close in, um, compared to it as well.
1: Pink Triangle's my favorite. <coughs> it's another one I, I don't know. It it really just it feels good to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's a good listen song.
0: It's also a a fun song. uh, Mm. Just the rhythms and melody of it. um, Which is something that you don't really get with that subject matter of finding out that the girl you like is a lesbian. Yeah. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Weird stuff happens all the time. I guess. Then we have a... How many? Five year? Seven year? No, five year, I think. I'm not really 96 sure.
1: Ninety six to win this one. Two thousand
0: one. Um hiatus in between. And then you have the exact opposite of Pinkerton. You had their pop album, so yeah. to speak, which is the green album. Um and from that you have their one of their most known songs, which is Island in the Sun. Yep. And it's just different from Pinkerton just cause it, cause I don't remember what interview it was, but, uh, Rivers said something how this album had no emotion. It was nothing. They just, they just it. did it because they needed, cause they wanted to play and do more stuff. But from there you also have, um, and it's, and it's a short album. It's like, I don't know like 30 some minutes long. Yeah. Um and you also have like songs like Photograph which is just fun. They're all fun songs, yeah. but they're not
1: they're not what they wanted. They do. just they didn't it, yeah, that's what it's not what they wanted. Just and did uh, it. yeah. It was y- there was also a lot of pressure from Pinkerton. I mean, they got pretty pretty well accepted from Blue, and then mm-hmm. just an immediate change to nobody likes this. They kind of felt like they needed to. Yeah. I mean, like imagine you put an, out an album, everyone loved it, you did another one that you loved, but nobody liked. Exactly, so You're yeah. going to go back to what people liked. And
0: also Cuomo started to believe what other people said. Yeah. is that, and, and also, going back to Pinkerton, sorry we were on green, but this also came to my mind, is he didn't care that people didn't like the album. What he cared about is that they started disregarding blue and that that really took a toll on uh-huh. him as well but from also from this album you all, you have um you have a uh, a rarity that came out on i want to say it's like i'm not sure what song it was but it was the b-side to it and it was o Lisa, which is Phenomenal! Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite Weezer songs because just because it's, it's different and it's a great rarity from, uh, from this album. But I think from if I had to choose my favorite song from Green, I'd probably say Photograph.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like Hash pipe. Mm-hmm. It's punky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So now we will go on to, um the uh to the next album which is Maladroit which was it was the fastest album to come after another 2002 yeah 2002 which cuz we had to wait uh, cuz you had to wait at first you had to wait 5 years mm-hmm. or no 2 years yep. 94 96 5 years 5 years the and then 1 year almost uh, less than 1 year yeah and this album Is noted by Weezer fans as one of the most underrated Weezer albums, and I have to agree to that on to an extent. Yeah. But they have there's like such great songs, um, and like keep fishing. That's I'm gonna go ahead already and say that's my favorite song off the album. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you also have there were really no hits. Yeah. Off this album, which is a bummer, but this is a relatively short album too. It is, yeah, it's pretty short. But it's starts in ret- like how many songs I had it's the longest uh-huh. in songs, but in length it's shorter.
1: And nothing, nothing breaks. Oh well, slob breaks three minutes, but that's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, oops. Oops. Um, and so does take control. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, and dope knows that was a. That was actually, yeah in a, in season five episode one of Psych was actually, mm-hmm. um, used in during the uh, karate fight at the end of that <laughs> that episode. So I, yeah, that's why that's my favorite song. <laughs> yeah, is that your favorite song off this album? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and um, oh, actually, I think I'm changing mine to Burnt Jam mm-hmm. because that guitar is so much fun. That guitar intro is just so much fun, and then it goes super heavy, and then it goes back to light, which is just a fun... It's always fun to listen to songs like that, just to hear the changes, like poetry with lots of shifts. It's fun to Mm. read and figure out. So the next album is, um, is Make Believe, which isn't one of my favorite albums by them, but it does have some good songs. It has their... I have. I'd have to say their biggest hit, Beverly Hills. Yeah,
1: besides Africa. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the. Um, I mean, I think I've heard Beverly Hills on the radio almost as much as I've heard Weezer's yeah. Africa. Um, which is saying something because I've heard Weezer's Africa too many times.
0: <laughs> um, hold on, I have to. I have to check uh, my facts real quick. Um. I have to check my facts on
1: this song, but yeah, go ahead, Ezra. Uh, yeah, I, 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 this is one of the albums where I just listened to Beverly Hills.
0: Yeah, it's, it's literally Beverly Hills and perfect situation. Yeah. For me, And, or, or we are all on drugs and that's about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a, say what you will about it. I, I think that, I think that it, it, if they, if Weezer liked recording it and they liked doing it, mm-hmm. then who are we to say it's a bad album? Yeah. Um,
0: uh yeah this got number one yeah. um it was a number one hit on uh top hot modern tracks in the u s and top forty for adult re-
1: recurrence Is that yeah like that? well it's that got number one in the top forty yes um, and Austria didn't like this one, neither did Germany <laughs> they were not big fans of Beverly Hills, yeah um but in, on
0: the top 100 for uh, the billboard end of the year uh it was 20
1: and then for billboard modern rock tracks it was 5. It's weird that like it makes sense but like Rich Costley produced this one. Yeah. And he like he works close with yeah. the Foo Fighters and stuff. I think I sure
0: this was the first album after uh that he came back or if this was uh or if that was um uh Green or what what have you yeah um yeah i want to yeah i don't i don't know if this was like if i fact earlier if this was more popular than africa i can't find a, a place to find that fact but i'm not going to look too hard for it, it
1: yeah i i would assume that africa's become more popular than this one yeah just because it's it's Africa by Toto and everyone knows it. Yeah. And uh, also
0: that Africa
1: also laun- relaunched Weezer, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Beverly Hills just feels like a song from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it that's just, for
0: sure. And another fun fact about this song is that it was the music video is at the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. But that's not located in Beverly Hills.
1: Yeah. So... It's like saying you're in uh, L.A. when you're in Anaheim. Yeah, you're not there. No. Um,
0: but, so, yeah. So, again, uh, for me, I think uh, Perfect Situation is my favorite song off this one. Beverly Hills, because I'm a basic person. Yeah. And this is all actually the l- s- the longest... 45 minutes. No, uh, um, that. Mm-hmm. And also, the lo- it has the longest final song since blue cuz mm-hmm. uh, only in dreams was 8 minutes uh or almost 8 minutes and this one's 4 minutes and 37 seconds which yeah. is which is just weird cuz i like the longer songs as only in dreams but then coming to the final song hunt you every day hunt you every day it's only f- 4 minutes mm-hmm. yeah so now let's move on to the next album which is weezer's red album Weezer's red album is noted as uh, the worst looking rivers. (laughs) Yeah, that he just that mustache doesn't work. Yeah, and also um, there's a good picture of him in a wife beater and Mm -hmm. a shaved, looking like a prison inmate. But (laughs) this has some great songs. Yeah, Um, this is also another one that is noted for being extremely underrated. And songs that are like just the whole album is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some songs that aren't the best, but yeah, yeah. This is now this is now the longest one in song in terms of song. How many songs there are on it with the deluxe edition? Uh, no, just it has 14 songs on the original one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but probably my favorite song off this album. We're just gonna get that out of the way. Is the greatest man that ever lived uh, because it's paying tributes to all these, uh, which it was all these other artists that they're paying tribute to. Yeah. And because you have, they do a Nirvana, like they pay tribute to Nirvana, you have, um, they pay tribute to uh, Aerosmith and other bands like that. And it's just, it's, it's a it's a longer song, five minutes and fifty two seconds, almost six minutes long, and it's just a, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I'm actually looking at it, that might not be my favorite song off this album. It might actually be the Angel and the One because that one's very sad, and I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Working beans.
0: For, that's a great song as well. Pork and Beans. Um, at this point, I think that's the only song to get a nomination for a Grammy. And it wasn't even for the song. It was just for the music video. Because that was during the... Because uh, that was... For Pork and Beans, they had a lot of YouTubers at the time come to them. Yep. And help them with that music video. And when, we'll, we'll see later during... I'm going to Google it. But they had the Weezer... YouTuber,
1: YouTube takeover. Mm-hmm. Who all was in Pork and Beans? Too many people. Yeah.
0: Um, you can Google that. Yeah, I'm going to do
1: that at the moment. Um,
0: well, I got to do <laughs> Weezer Fred. If you haven't seen that video, by the way, everyone, the Weezer Fred video, mm-hmm. it's, the worst thing I've ever seen, ever, but I love it. Um, it was in 2010 they did the takeover, so in like two years, so it was instead of all the YouTubers coming to them, it was, um, it was them going to YouTubers. But
1: go ahead, Ezra. Uh, Taizonde. Mm-hmm. I'm really like struggling to find anyone that I recognize.
0: You'd know them if you saw
1: their well, videos. Yeah. It might just be because of their actual names. And yeah. Not their, um, there's a lot of a lot of old trends. Uh, the Dancing Banana, Will It Blend, Soldier Boy, Crank That, <laughs> Daft Hands, Yeah, Sneezing Panda, Charlie the Unicorn. Yeah, they had
0: the go, go the is it Walking on Treadmills Who did that? Go yeah go yeah. okay go yeah yeah okay go has some great music
1: videos. Oh, yeah. Um, their one where they're in a plane. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have strayed off, uh, we've strayed off from the, w- <laughs> what we were originally talking about, but yeah, so it's a, um, it was a good album, but it could have been better. Just some, there are some mediocre songs. Yeah. Um, but also in this one, I want to talk about Miss Sweeney. Mm hmm. It's such an awkward song. The way that they presented it, it's supposed to be awkward, but just the timing of the words and how they're saying uh, uh, mm-hmm. how they're singing them just makes it just feel awkward until the chorus when it's burst out in its confession of love, mm-hmm. which is I feel like what they were s- trying to do, mm-hmm. but it just took a second. Yeah, and it's also just because it's in three four uh-huh. instead of four four, which makes it harder to sing those to words follow. when it's yeah. Good album, Bad bad Rivers. <laughs> That's how I'd, how I'd say that. Mm-hmm. Next we go to one of their worst albums, Ratitude, which is kind of sad, but also kind of really fun to talk about. But it has the best album art. It does have the best album art. It's always that way. But the worst albums always have the best album art. Yeah. Usually. I can think of exceptions, but songs that aren't the best can't stop partying. No, best song ever. <laughs> um, love is the answer. I oh, sameless, same li- shameless self promotion. Yep, yeah. we had a, t- it. Took a second. Um, follow me on Instagram up for my Weezer meme page at Worzy underscore memes. So it's W E E R E S underscore memes. I made a meme about love is the answer, and it was the one of the Hindu parts. And um, and then it goes to SpongeBob saying, "Um, sorry, I don't speak Italian." <laughs> and I think I showed that one to my dad because I was so proud of it, and he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, actually, about that song, um, if you don't listen to, if you're a Weezer fan and you don't listen to We Are Weezer, it's a Weezer podcast by Weezer fans for Weezer fans, and they discuss songs. And they had Carl Co- uh, uh, Carl Cook, come on to the uh, podcast and talk with them and they mentioned this song and they had, I think they did like two or three episodes with them, mm-hmm. but they talked about this song in it and it was really interesting because it originally started as something that was really good and really unique, but Rivers didn't like it. So they kept changing it <laughs> and until it came to what, what
1: it is now. So that seems to be how a lot of albums fall apart. Yes. The lead singer doesn't like it. So they just keep changing it.
0: Yeah, which is a little upsetting because I'd love to hear the original version of that to see yeah. what it would. I wonder if they like. still have the cutting. Yeah, that'd be really that'd be really cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite song from this album is either the opener or the closer. Uh, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to is a great song, and so is um, I don't want to let you go. Just uh, again, it's one of the sadder songs I feel. And if uh, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. I actually have that one. On, um on vinyl I have mm. a the picture disc that they released and then the a side is if I uh, if you're wondering if I want you to I want you to the B side is a um a cover of a live cover of uh, should I stay or should I go by the clash which is a good one it is a good great cover and it's also great even better song yeah yeah and then um yeah but it was a weird, because also at this point, also from the We Are Weezer podcast, um, he's been, uh, Rivers has always collaborated with a lot of people. This is where I'm getting my information. That's why I'm saying that. Um, but. Like Lil Wayne. Like Lil Wayne. That was probably one of the more interesting ones that. Uh, that How can done. you
1: pass up Weezy and Weezer? I, you can't. You can't. It, it has oh. to
0: happen. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, I love. I love that because it's so awkward and you can tell he <laughs> didn't write that. Oh, that little Wayne didn't write it. <laughs> For that song, it's just so, so weird. <laughs> but the weird thing about this song, Can't Stop Partying, is that the acoustic version is beautiful. Yeah. It's
1: so good. Cause it doesn't, it shouldn't make sense, but it's really good. It is,
0: because it, it seems like, an, an uh, it actually seems like a Pinkerton track. Yeah. And, but because I actually, there was a post on Reddit. I'm sorry. I don't know the user off the top of my head, but it was the, all of Pinkerton. But instead yep. of Butterfly at the end, it was the Can't Stop Party, yeah. and, which works perfectly. I listened to it and it just sounds, it
1: sounds like it, sh- that's what it yeah. could be. If, if only Pinkerton, they had the the ability to get Lil Wayne on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be
0: funny. But what would you have to say is your favorite song? Oh, I don't
1: if i um, want you to that yeah uh, uh, yeah can't stop partying listen mm. it might be partially as a meme but i really like that song yeah <laughs> it, if you like something for the meme you do you
0: still like it yeah um and i also want to talk about P- uh, ratitude deluxe just for a second um and i only want to talk about uh one song in particular and that is the prettiest girl in the whole wide world that's a good one and i think that's one of, i think that's also one of their good best songs. It's just it's it's a fun song and it's and it's just it's
1: it's a good I don't know I don't know how else to explain it.
0: So next is Hurley. Hurley. Um this is also known as one of their lesser albums which I actually I like this album a lot. Um you have songs like Memories and Where's My Sex, Unspoken, um Hang On um, my favorite song from this album is Smart Girls because it's fun and it's stupid. And a lot of people don't like that I like that song. But guess what? I can do whatever I want. I like the Viva La Vida cover. That is great. The deluxe version, which doesn't really exist, but does exist, yeah. um, is very good. All and My also, Friends
1: Are Insects.
0: Oh, that, that song, it, you can actually... oh. Oh, Lisa is on a WWE album on Spotify. You can find that one. I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, And then All My Friends Are Insects are actually on a Yo Gabba Gabba album on Spotify or Apple Music. So just create
1: your playlist and go for it. Yeah. Um, Your friends are going to look at you weird when (laughs) the Yo Gabba Gabba uh, album art shows up on your phone. But But it's still... It'll feel good.
0: Yes, you will. Um, what, What would you have to say is your favorite song from this album, Ezra? Uh...
1: With the deluxe edition, uh, all my friends are insects. But without it? Uh, Memories is good. Memories is a great song. I like Hurley.
0: Yeah, I also love the album art. It's (laughs) just just good. It's it's fun. It's fun and stupid. Just how, at this point, what Weezer was, it was Mm -hmm. fun and stupid. Now we get back to what people wanted. They wanted Blue again. And this is coming back on track. We have Everything Will Be All Right in the End. With Which my the theme.
1: most beautiful album art you can. Possibly oh yeah, get to. um,
0: I'm gonna actually Google who did this because you can go follow on him on Instagram, um, but it's yeah. Talk for a little bit, Ezra.
1: Uh, another pretty, pretty decently sized album. It's not got a whole lot of long tracks, but it's well, yeah, feature scope trilogy.
0: The feature scope yeah. trilogy, yeah, I would say that. You Count that as one. Yeah, well, you should. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a trilogy, Reese. <laughs> You don't count Star Wars as one, but well, it's a it's a. Uh, it's a, it's a full song. Back to the Shack, that's a great song. Uh, this whole album, I yeah. feel, is I don't think there's any uh there's not too many big misses.
0: Yeah, I don't think to me there's no real misses except maybe. Um. Sorry. sorry. So, uh, except for maybe, like, I feel like "Go Away," it's a good song, but yeah. it's just too vague. Yeah. It's just it's like, oh, Girl Boy broke up over
1: something. It's sad. <laughs> it
0: basically. Um.
1: Um eulogy for a rock band. That's good. We still don't know song. who that's about. Good song. We're gonna say it's about uh BB King. No, we're gonna say it's about Dewey Cox. Yep. Um, Back to the Shack. I mean it this album was Blue Two Mm
0: hmm. It, what's what's um but still being new and still fresh. being new and fresh but not being held up to the same but not being said is as good as excuse me as uh blue yeah but this is kind of what that's kind of what they wanted mm-hmm. is well, not what they wanted but just what like happened I would say yeah um gosh
1: this is the best album
0: uh ever it's chris mcmahon yeah um and he uh he what he does is apparently he takes old uh thrift store um mm-hmm. landscape photos and then paints monsters over them which is
1: i think the best thing ever
0: yeah and if you go also go to um and you can also go to um last.fm yeah and you can find an animated version
1: of the album cover which looks really fun and really cool. Uh fun fact about the uh editing of this. Uh the mastering was done by Ted Jensen, who's mastered for Billy Joel and Green Day and the Talking Heads. Uh, uh a lot of the a
0: lot of their um ma- uh a few of their songs were um mastered by um by uh Tom Lord-Angel. Yep. Or mixing, what was that, mixing was done by him, yeah. Yeah, mixing which He's done everything. He did Dave oh, yeah. Matthews, Blink, mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, I mean, some notable ones. It's
1: a pretty star-studded production team. Yeah, <laughs> which um, is not said very often. I dropped my keyboard.
0: We'll have to cut that little bit of your audio out. <laughs> um, but from this, I my favorite song is either "The British Are Coming." Oh yeah. Or uh, "Eulogy for a Rock Band." Mm-hmm. I can't really choose between those because those are, those are fun. The the British Are Coming solo is my favorite Weezer solo mm-hmm. of all time, besides Buddy Holly because of how iconic it is. But it has the classic rock feel to it. It feels like it yeah. was a classic rock song, but in a Weezer song. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Shack mm-hmm. or Cleopatra. Yeah two great songs mm-hmm. um, also anonymous is a great song in within the future scope trilogy it's the only one that has words yeah. but um, the whole future scope trilogy is also fantastic it was a great it was just a great uh-huh. guitar solo and it's again this is an eight minute quote-unquote song to end the album on which is what something I love and this is also um this is also a uh, I consider this one a concept album because, yeah, uh, I think Rivers said on Larry King, um, this whole album is based on uh, uh, is based on relationships, yeah. Which, because uh, you have ain't got nobody, is um, is just about him about the speaker, and we'll just say Rivers in this case, not having anyone and. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about it, and then you have Back to the Shack. Was it getting back with the band and uh-huh. their, his relationship with the band, his relationship with his role model with um, in Eulogy for Rock Band, him and his girl in Lonely Girl, um, him and just really can be anyone at this point. Uh, with I've had it up to here. The British are coming is a little of the weird one. It's not really doesn't really have a direct relationship, but you have I guess. The relationship between America and Britain. Yeah. I I guess. That's a
1: bit of a stretch, but I'll give it to you.
0: Yeah. And uh, the British are coming also had, uh, also, there's apparently a version of the song before it was recorded at all, but it had a verse about Boba Fett in it, which is, which is, it makes sense why they changed it, but I want to hear it. Yeah. And Da Vinci, um, him and his girl again, him and his girl breaking up. Cleopatra, him and his girl, Foolish mm-hmm. Father, fa- between the girl's father and the girl, yep. And then anonymous between a letter writer <laughs> <laughs> and Rivers, but yeah, that's a g- solid album, a solid album for Weezer, and fantastic. Now we go on to what people say is is the essence of Blue, Yes. Yeah. their white album, which. This is actually the first Weezer album I listened to, and this was before, this was in seventh grade, um, and I was like, huh? I don't like it, mm-hmm. except for California Kids, which I'm gonna say is my favorite song off of it, because Thank God for Girls, yes, that's for me, that's a good one too, yeah, but um, I was like, man, I don't like, I don't like it that much, and then I, then I listened to it again, and I was like. Holy crap! This is fantastic. <laughs> and but California Kids was a song that I actually listened to a lot, even after I listened to the album the first time and not listening to it again. Uh-huh. Um, it has some. It has fun songs like, um, like Summer Lane, Drunk Dory, which have no meaning mm-hmm. because that's what River said. Um, Do you want to get high? Is I feel another. Pinkerton track. I feel like this could, if he wrote it and it was a little more raw and a little yeah. less produced, it would it would have been, it could have been a Pinkerton track. Yeah. And King of the World is also a fun song. Um, And Endless Bummer, the closing track, is um, is a sadder song. And also, it could have gone on for eight minutes. Cause yeah. It has that, and it goes, it just has that high point and it only lasts for like maybe a minute at most, but mm-hmm. it could have gone on for eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it could have gone f- on for four more minutes and I wouldn't have been mad, which is just, it's just, it's a bummer that that didn't happen. Yeah. So Ezra, you said your favorite song was Thank God for Girls. Yeah. And mine is California Kid. It's kids. That's California great. Kids. California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> we will go to their 2017 album, uh, Pacific Daydream. This album is also known as one of their lesser albums.
1: Uh, yeah, I can see why. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this album. Feels like summer, Mexican Fender, Happy Hour. I didn't. it's got good songs. Just yeah. Like, there's really only two that I listen to, and that is um,
0: QB Blitz. I feel like that's a a it's a good song. It's it's a great song. Mm-hmm. And then Mexican Fender. Yeah. Those are the only two songs I listen to, and maybe Feels Like Summer if it's actually summer. Yeah But That's Yeah those are like The only two songs I'm I like on this album Uh But maybe I just have to be In the right mindset And Listening to it Mm. But That's how I feel about it I think I like La Mancha's Screwjob Just for the name (laughs) (laughs) Yeah That is That is a good A good name And again This album cover is beautiful Yeah Um Yeah It's A great Album cover now we go to their latest release as of recording this, the Teal album. We'll talk about Africa first. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about Africa. It was a meme, then it wasn't because it came out. Well, then it was a meme, then it got teased by Rosanna. Which oh, but Rosanna
1: was so much better. <laughs>
0: it was so much better. I, I just love Rosanna more in general.
1: Yeah. I told my dad that Rosanna is better than Africa, and he laughed, and I said, What are you doing? <laughs> you know the truth, Dad.
0: Yeah. Um, Justin, uh, we'll, we'll talk about. Um, we'll talk about Toe for a second. Their best songs go Rosanna, Africa, Hold the Line, Hashpipe.
1: I'd put Hold the Line above Africa. Yeah, I can see that. Personally, I love Africa. Don't ever get me wrong. It's one of my favorite songs ever, but Hold the Line is a better song. Yeah. And
0: this album... So cool that they did this because it was. Just Weezer awesome. just
1: covers songs very well. They
0: do, and they just announced this album without, without any promotion, without any, without anything really, um, and they just released it. They're like, "Hey, you guys, um, you guys waiting for the Black album? Well, here, uh, here's, uh, here's a Small here's, here's a little taste. Here's a little tip. Here's a little something to get you through, um, and it was." It just this came out Wednesday, yeah. maybe.
1: Um, when we're recording this, yes. Um, I, yeah, I, they're they're a they're a band that covers songs very well, and there's some bands that do that pretty good, and there's some that just cannot. Like yeah. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullets, they were a good, they covered stuff well. Yeah, I mean, C'est La Vie, I think is better than the original.
0: Yeah, and but this album uh, is just like they just showed how they can cover songs, uh-huh. and it was a fun thing to do. It was a fun thing to do, and the thing is, is that I wanted to pre-order it on CD for like twenty bucks. Yeah, and it will come with a teal wallet, a teal velcro wallet. Uh-huh. They ran out. Wow. Because there was only, like, 500 of May. And I didn't even care if I got one signed by them. um, uh, Like, because they have, like, they would give you a dollar back. Yeah. um, And it would be signed. But then, but they ran out. And they're like, all right, let's do another, um, let's do another, um, let's, do another thing because that ran out. That ran out so much, or like so fast. I'm yeah. sorry.
1: Uh, <laughs> You're trying to look something up and yeah. then and try
0: s- to talk at the same time, which is very hard for my for my head to do. But it was, it was. They did a, a Rubik's cube,
1: but all the colors were teal. All right, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I like the I like the '90s uh, Miami the, cover. Yeah. The rolled-up Blazers.
0: Yeah. I also... um, They also, like, covered some of the best songs of all time. Yeah.
1: Which is, Take uh, like... Take On Me.
0: I think, actually, they covered every song that's considered the best song of all time. Well,
1: yeah. Everybody Wants to Rule the World, obviously. Yeah. Sweet Dreams, Take On Me, Happy Together, Stand <laughs> By Me, Billy Jean, Mr. Blue Sky. Paranoid.
0: Dude, the best part about... The best part about this is, number one, Rivers covered Take On Me. Mm-hmm. At, at, um, He did a solo... Um, acoustic set in the yeah. middle of the concert. I went and saw them in August. If you, uh, Fun fact to everyone. And they covered Take On Me and Island in the Sun. Uh-huh. He did Island in the Sun up there. Uh, up, up there because he was above the mm-hmm. stage when he did it. And they also, after The Good Life, they did uh, Happy Together because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, so you want to go back? And he's like, let's go all the way back to the 1960s. And they did Happy Together and then they covered a little bit of Longview and yeah. Green like Day. Which was... Really cool, and Happy Together was really fun at the concert. And then they, at the end of the concert, they did. For most of the concerts, they just did the intro and then the um like the jam part before the verse. Yeah. Of um, of Paranoid, but at the Milwaukee show, however, yeah, they covered a minute of it. They did a full minute of it, and instead of River singing, it was Brian. Yeah. And the cool thing that they did with the this cover is that Brian actually sang it instead of yeah. Rivers, which I thought was a beautiful nod to the tour. Uh-huh. And I love that. Yeah.
1: Good songs. Good band. Mm-hmm. Good covers. I mean, that's that, that's all you can say. Yeah. I and wish they put Rosanna on it.
0: Yeah. That would have been good, too. It.
1: Yeah. I think if you cover two songs by an artist, it's kind of... Yeah.
0: Um. So now we're going to talk about their side projects, which they really don't have any except for um, except for rivers, rivers Cuomo stole stuff so we'll talk about him for a second um, with home with alone and alone 2, just providing you with some of the just like some of the raw tracks and like songs that didn't make it and then we'll talk about it in a second but we'll uh, songs from the black hole show it shows you uh, it, what those songs would have been yeah and it's great. Which is really cool, and then he also has a couple singles. Um, uh, you have some s- children see him. Medicine for Melancholy and Two Broken Hearts. Mm-hmm. I was um, when we first tried to record this episode, we recorded it in right, either right like a month after or like r- directly after Medicine for Melancholy came out, and a lot of people h- were hating on that. <coughs> But I actually really enjoyed that song. Mm-hmm. I like, like it. Yeah, it's a fun song. But
1: see, I feel weird talking about Weezer so much because I've been in like a classic rock kick. Yeah. So now I'm just kind of like snapping back into. Oh yeah, that song was really good. And yeah. This song felt that I remember what was happening when I listened
0: to that. So. Yeah. And then also you have um his newest song Two Broken Hearts, mm-hmm. which is uh, came out and he they did something beautiful with that where they had um. Audrey Nikki, however you wanna, um, however you wanna call her, um, a River Squall meme if on mm-hmm. Instagram, actually um, make the video for it using all bitmojis and stuff like that, and that's really cool of them, and it's also a great song. In total, all right. Now before we move on, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about songs from Black Hole. Mm -hmm. Uh, just for a second it won't take too long if you don't know Songs from Black Hole is a uh, is an unreleased what would have been Pinkerton it was a space opera Mm -hmm. a space rock opera um, and uh, the songs there are a ton of good songs on it and it's kind of a shame um, that (laughs) that they scrapped it, because I'd love to hear it in its full. Yeah. Now, but it's, uh, (coughs) and it's, it's just, it's so upsetting that it was scrapped and it was recorded in between Blue and Pinkerton. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and it's, it's noted by, I think it was Rolling Stone's, yeah, and uh two thousand seven it was noted by the Rolling Stones as being one of the lost is one of the greatest lost albums mm-hmm. ever. Um, or twenty five unreleased albums we'd really love to hear.
1: Um I'm sure at some point, just because of the nature of it, they'll get together and do most of it, if not all of it yeah. again. And release it as something. Mm-hmm but it yeah it's a shame we didn't get to
0: hear all of yeah. it. Yeah. And like songs like Devotion, Long Time Sunshine, I love those songs are who uh tired uh tired of sex demos, um no other one demo, um Blast Off, all these all these great songs. Super Friend, love those songs. You won't get from me tonight. These are just songs that are on there. Um who you Calling bitch?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so forceful, yeah. It good album. Yes, or would, would have been a would great have, album. Yeah. yeah.
0: And now let's talk about what's coming. Black, black album. Uh, so can't knock the hustle. Can't knock the hustle. Yeah. Love, love that song. That's a great mm. song in general. It feels different. Yes, but it's still you it's have that light guitar in the background, yep. and it's really it's a really fun it's song. A, it's a
1: good different. It's yes. not a bad different. And Zombie Bastards is just...
0: It's a fun song, and yeah. what I feel is actually, like, kind of about the fans mm-hmm. and how they just keep wanting... The, the fans keep wanting them to do blue, but they don't want to do blue again. Mm-hmm. They want to do something new and fresh.
1: Well, that's how every artist feels.
0: Yes, it, it is. And then, actually, their New Year's Rockin' Eve... Um, uh, uh, concert or whatever mm-hmm. uh, performance um, they did backing tracks which figures but the fact they like the network wanted them to change the lyrics like I, fr- I get changing the F word but mm-hmm. changing it to mother mother is kind of just weird and then uh, they changed um, uh, they changed uh, bitch to bish which All is right, yeah. which is funny but still good and then the when they the one that really bogged my mind was they say um uh, in the song they made, they say never learn to roll a joint mm-hmm. but in the live <laughs> performance they said um never learn to make a point and it feels like kids bop
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i it doesn't make any sense they should have just kept it in there but yeah
0: but it kind of seems like a little deeper i guess yeah um but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Going back to earlier, um Beverly Hills uh got nominated for Best Rock Song.
1: Mhm.
0: And then um in uh it, the white album got nominated for Best Rock Album and then Pacific J- Daydream is pending. It says um for Best Rock Album this year. And then, oh, that's iHeart Music Radio, but Yeah. Um, Africa got some awards. Uh, they're pending, well. it says. It's going to get some awards, most likely. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, how we like to end all of these is some what you would do uh, if you go to a restaurant you order a fancy meal mm-hmm. and you want, let's say, a wine. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about wine. Potent so, Uh, that you would, they, you'd ask them the chef or the waitress, what would you, what would you recommend to pair with this meal? And we do the same thing here where we pair this artist to either a food, a drink or whatever for it. Again, it depends. Um, it depends on what you would want uh, what you're in the mood for. If Mm -hmm. you're listening to Pinkerton, maybe something a little, a little bit darker, heavier, like gravy, just drinking gravy. Just
1: drink gravy.
0: Or something lighter and fluffier like ratitude you might want. Whipped cream. Mm-hmm. So it's this real again, Weezer is a like a band that's all around
1: Yeah, they they, they, they really didn't span. follow a path. They were just like, yeah. We're doing everything. Yeah, which is awesome.
0: Which is awesome, but makes our job a little bit harder. Yeah.
1: So I'm just gonna go ahead and say, listen to Pinkerton and eat a extra large Meat lover's pizza.
0: Extra large meat lover's pizza. Okay.
1: Just do it. Go and go for it. All right. And the darkest cola you can get with so many artificial sugars. hmm just, just indulge and feel sad.
0: Yeah. Um, I think for them, I would have to say... Oh, jeez. I, I was going to say something, but it doesn't make sense. I'm going to have... I'm just going to say it anyway because I can't think of anything else. Popped corn. Mm-hmm. Uh... I had say say popcorn you can enjoy it in light light amounts or mm-hmm. you can eat it all you want, and you can still consume more mm-hmm. um, and that's how I feel about um that's how i would what I would eat with weezer, i guess mm-hmm. um, maybe like uh maybe like a water yeah <laughs> yeah for the drink nice nice cool nice cold refreshing water yes um so I think that's our show yeah for now, so um Ezra, you can plug
1: anything that you have, if you have anything oh, to plug. I've got nothing to plug nothing anymore. Nothing to plug, all right. Eventually. Eventually. But not right now. But Not right now, okay. So, again,
0: my name is Reese Wyrock. I've been your host. I've been here with Ezra. Thank yeah. you, Ezra, for coming on. Of course. And talking with me. It's and fun. I, This has been Why Rock and Roll, a podcast for music and pop culture. We'll see you next time. Adios. Bye-bye.